0: Okay, if you could just give us a level check, that would be great. My name is Carissa Moore, and I just won gold medal for surfing USA. Um, sorry, can I start over? Is that a... I don't
1: even know how to. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth Beisel, two-time Olympic medalist, and I'm jumping the press rope to take you inside the Athletes' Village, one of the most interesting and exclusive places at the 2020 Tokyo Olympic and Paralympic Games. We'll have unfiltered conversations with Olympic athletes from the ground about the daily experiences that make up a majority of the athlete life at the Games. After all, it isn't all nail-biting pressure and medal ceremonies.
0: This podcast is presented by Nordatrack from iFit.
1: You can hear us in the headphones okay? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, we'll get started in three, two, one. All right, Carissa, what does it mean to you to represent your home state of Hawaii? Because you're normally competing under that flag, and now you're competing under the flag of the United States of America at the first ever surfing competition, and you
0: win that gold medal. Has it sunk in yet? Uh, I think it's going to take some time to like fully sink in, but um, it's been an incredible 24 hours of uh, when it all happened, it was just overwhelming. I was just overcome with emotion because it's been such a build-up to this event. Um, you know, it's been four years since or five years since it was announced that it was actually in the Olympics. And then the last year and a half um, with COVID and stuff to the games and the postponement and everything and the anticipation and then all the hard work and everything that's gone into it. Um, it's been, uh, yeah, it's yeah. been overwhelming. You
1: put up, <laughs> such a beautiful post um on social media thanking everybody that's been a part of that among them of course your dad who was a competitive swimmer and i actually used to be a swimmer on team usa so i kind of have that like lovely connection to you and your family and the water and i want to know what the ocean and the water means to you and how grateful you are for that and your dad teaching you how to surf when you were little can you just talk about that
0: absolutely um yeah, the, the the water, the ocean is life, and I really feel like it's this beautiful um, thing that just connects us all, and it brings so much joy. Uh, I I'm grateful for the for, for for being introduced to surfing when I was five years old, and to be on this journey, and um, it's taught me so many life lessons. Uh, just surfing and and I'm grateful for the opportunities it's given me, the people I've met. And it's it's a beautiful yeah. sport. You just are so
1: vibrant and positive, And it's actually something that a lot of the people that were in Hawaii at training camp for the swim team all said about you when you went and visited that team. Like, honestly, because I know a lot of them and they were like, dude, Carissa Moore was here and she was just Wonderful. I, can you talk
0: about how cool it was for you to meet some of the swimmers? No way. That means yeah. so much to me. I was like, I was out of my skin to, to go and meet them. I was so excited because I knew coming here, I didn't know what my Olympic experience was going to look like. And I really was looking forward to meeting some other athletes and going to some different events. And to hear that they were in my hometown training at like my school that I, that I graduated from and um, I was just like, and, and, and I started surfing because of my dad's love for swimming. And um, so it was cool to like go and meet the team with him and share that moment together because I was hoping to watch the swimming event here with him. And so it was really neat. Everyone was so sweet and so nice. And I got to talk to each of them individually. And um, it just, it's rad to like watch on TV now the Olympics, and like, I met them and actually like get behind them and cheer for them. So that and was I, really And I cool. know they
1: feel the same about you, of course. And <laughs> you mentioned you didn't know what your Olympic experience was going to look like. How has it been? Have you been in the village? What has that been like for you since being here?
0: It's been incredible. Um, I, I didn't come in with any expectations, so it's ex- ex- exceeded any of, of the expectations that I did have. Um, we... Actually, today, like a few hours ago, was the first time we went to the Olympic Village, and then I got a very quick, fast-track look at everything. I wish I had more time. I went straight to the dining hall and just stuffed my face. Good, good. As you should. Um, you deserve that. <laughs> I took a picture by the Olympic rings, which was rad. Um, I still want to go back to the souvenir shop and buy some stuff for the family. Um, but for the most part, we've been staying at a house close to the beach, just the USA surfing team. And the USA soccer team took such good care of us. They, the house was awesome. We had chefs. We had a beautiful locker room and place to, like, work out and get worked on. Um, there was a place to recover. Like, we had ice baths and a jacuzzi. Like, it was really good. Um, we were super comfortable. We weren't able to go to the Olympic um, opening ceremonies just because we were so far away. And our event started soon after but it was awesome because our team fully like we got all dressed up and we had our own opening ceremony at the house and I will never know I saw those photos of you guys and I was like they're having so (laughs) much fun
1: like making the best out of a situation that you can't be at you know and on those off days that you guys have what does that look like are because you're not in the water surfing every day unless I'm wrong
0: so what does an off day look like for you well, we actually, we did get in the water every day, um, sometimes twice a day um, to train. And, um, yeah, so we'd go surf early, then we'd come back, and we'd usually chill, hang out, rest, have breakfast together, um, and then we'd surf again. Yeah, so it was just, it was a really easy, simple, um, flowing schedule with us. Um, but I really felt like we all came in with a really, like, nice excitement, and we just really wanted to embrace everything for what it was and it was really cool to be a part of a team for once and to serve for something bigger than just ourselves. And, um, you know, it sucked not being able to have our family with us, but on the bright side, I don't think I would have been able to get as close to them as I did. So that was really, really special.
1: Yellow Jersey or Team USA Jersey? How does, how they shape up against each other? I I have to ask.
0: Uh, that's a great question. I mean. I'm putting you on the spot. Ah, yeah, I, I know. Question. How
1: could you even compare? <laughs> I know.
0: No, there's, some, there's only a few people. There's only 20 women and 20 men at this moment in time who have an Olympic surfing jersey. Wow. So I don't know if I would trade that. But the Yellow jersey as a core surfer, I'm like, that's what I want, you know? So it's it's tricky. Right, it's and, and of course,
1: time. like, that yellow jersey is embedded into surfing culture. Like, the Team USA jersey, the Olympic jersey, this is the first time. Like, you've made history. You're setting the bar super <laughs> high for all the people behind you. And that's something that you are passionate about, and I, I admire you so much, is just the upcoming generation. What would you say to somebody that is watching surfing – at the Olympics for the first time, that's like, wow, I want to be like Carissa Moore one day. What does that little girl have to do? What does it take?
0: Oh my gosh. Well, I would just say, don't dream to be me. Just dream to be you and be the best version of you because you can be better than me. Um, and I hope you're better than me. Um, I just, I'm excited to see the bar keep being raised and, um, it's really cool to see the next generation doing things that I don't even know if I'll be able to do in my career, but it's super inspiring to me and keeps me motivated just to see that, like, just breath of fresh air and new life, like, coming into the sport. And it's nice to know, like, hey, like, everything's in good hands. And to see, you know, in my career time that how how many more girls are in the water and, like, getting after it. And, like, it's so cool. I'm, I just love it. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited uh to see what yeah you're breaking through the
1: glass ceilings carissa for so many (laughs) girls and women following in your footsteps so i want to shift gears really quick how many boards came with you and your quiver and they were custom made i'm assuming right yes how many boards um
0: i traveled i traveled here to tokyo with 12 boards and they are all shaped by matt violas um lost surfboards he's incredible I've worked with him for years now and we have a great relationship and he's like he is one of the best shapers in the world um yeah I had some great equipment under my feet he put a lot of love into it.
1: and speaking of equipment I know some people this might have been their first look at surfing um in the eyes of the world can you talk about wax what that's for how good it (laughs) smells because people people probably <laughs> see you applying it, and they're like, "What? what
0: is she doing? What is that for? You know? <laughs> I know. It's kind of crazy to think, like, for people watching it for the first time, there's so much going on, like, from judging to, like, priority to, why aren't they catching that wave, and why do we choose that wave, and what are those maneuvers, and what are they being judged on, and the board itself, and fins, like. It's a lot for somebody like that my, doesn't know the sport. <laughs> <It's a lot. laughs> I mean, I was watching skateboarding, and I was like, so lost, but like so entranced by it. I was like, I want to know more, Um, but yeah, wax is used um, on the deck of our board so that our feet stick, so it's not slippery. And it smells really good. And it smells, smells, yes, I agree. I'm like, I can't even
1: identify as a surfer, but I surf. So it's it's just so cool to like be here with you, Carissa. Um, Last question, kind of on that scale what's the sunscreen application process like? Are you wearing zinc? Are you putting it on every hour? How's that going?
0: Oh, I am a very firm believer in sunscreen. I, um, I'm a fan of Sunbum. They have a really great range of products. And usually it's like a first thing in the morning. Cause I, I usually jump in the water every day. Uh, first thing. So, um, sunscreen on my face, or if I'm just like going out about my day, it's still important to have that layer of sunscreen.
1: Okay, so I heard yesterday on a scale, on the Shaka extension scale, how stoked are you today?
0: Oh my gosh, any Shaka should be yes, a full-on Shaka. Yes, I agree.
1: Full-on, yes. well, Chris not. The hue <laughs> of yellow, whether it's a yellow jersey or an Olympic gold medal, looks so good on you, and we are so honored and proud and happy to have you here. Congratulations. I really hope you take a moment to just breathe and soak this in, because what you've done is is simply incredible. Oh, well, hey, thank you so much for your kind words, and I really enjoyed chatting. Cool. With you try today. to try to get some rest and soak it all up, and good luck on the rest of the tour. Bye. Thank you.
0: This podcast is presented by Nordatrack. From iFit.
1: Follow In the Village Now on Apple Podcasts and wherever you're listening to get automatic downloads. And tune into the networks of NBC to catch every moment of the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games.